0: Time for today's Spotlight, and our guest on this first Wednesday of the month, as always, is Peggy Reed. Peggy is the County Executive Director with the Wright-Hennepin County Office of the USDA's Farm Service Agency, or FSA, office in Buffalo. Peggy, Happy New Year to you.
1: Happy New Year to you also, Tim.
0: You survived the New Year and uh, the holidays and everything, and Mm -hmm. we're ready to flip the calendar here.
1: Yes. Yes, we're ready for
0: 2021. (laughs) I think everybody is uh, kind of hopeful that it's going to be a lot better than last year. And it was so unexpected, too. Uh, You know, and it was one of those situations that I don't think that there has been, you know, virtually any aspect of life or business that hasn't been affected somehow or other. Your offices uh, for a long time were, like everybody else, kind of locked down, but uh, there's been little changes with that over the last number of months.
1: Yeah. yeah we, are, we are still currently, um, we're open for business, but we're still only doing phone appointments. Um, so we haven't been able to open ours yet up to the public coming in, but hopefully that will be here sooner than later. But, so right now we're still just taking the phone appointments.
0: Sure. We might as well give your phone number if uh, folks mm-hmm. want to make appointments for that.
1: Yeah, and the the best number to get a hold of us is 763 682 1982, and then you want to dial extension 2. Okay. Or you can get contact us also by our email address, and that's mnbuffalo dash or hyphen FSA at one.usda.gov.
0: Okay, and we'll repeat that again at the end uh, if uh, folks need that. Uh looks like we've got a lot of information uh, to cover here, so I'll let you uh, go ahead and pick your topics, and I'll chime in whenever necessary here.
1: Excuse me. Yep. Yeah. Okay, the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, um, Agricultural Risk Coverage and Price Loss Coverage Program. Um, our sign-up on that started has started already, and so we're working on the 2021 sign-up in the office. Most of us have signed up for... Um, The program already but you were mailed a letter around thanksgiving time which that letter also included what you already are currently elected for your 2021 options if you are indicated on that letter that you have a five-year contract you don't really need to do anything with the office right now you don't need to sign any new contracts unless you wish to change your elections that is listed on that form that was sent with that letter um If you pick up any new farms or you have an owner change on a farm, you need to contact our office so we can get that information changed. In order for us to change that information, you're going to need to provide either a lease if you're renting new land or a copy of the deed showing the ownership on that land. And again, if that ownership is changing, you're going to need to bring in that new lease. And once we have that information, then we can talk to you about your elections that you want to do on those farms for your 2021 contract. Um, excuse me, you have three election choices when you want to come in and do the ARC County or the ARC PLC sign-up. You can either do ARC County, PLC, or ARC IC. ARC County pays if the current county yields and the marketing year price combination falls below the benchmark guaranteed revenue, and that's based on a five-year benchmark. The PLC pays if the current year prices fall below the reference price, and the ARC-IC is very similar to the arc County, other than the payments are based on your individual current year yields and the current marketing year price combination. And if that falls below what you have set up for your individual five-year benchmark guaranteed revenue based on your yields and the um, marketing year prices, then you'll get paid on arc IC. Um, your decision to change that has to be completed by March fifteenth. We like I said, we're currently taking applications through March fifteenth. And if you want to learn more about that, you can go to farmers.gov forward slash ARC hyphen PLC. And if you're still unsure of your choices, the Minnesota USDA Farm Service Agency and the University of Minnesota is holding a and our PLC election webinar on January 12th at 2 p.m. You can register in advance at z.umn.edu forward slash Farm Bill 2021. And you can also register at the time of the webinar. And if you need, um, just a reminder additionally that that webinar is going to be recorded and it's going to be posted, so I would think that you'd be able to go to the U of M website and be able to view that at a later time. Um, If you're interested in ARC-PLC, when you call our office, you want to talk to Joanna because she's the one that's handling the ARC-PLC program in our office.
0: Very good. Everything you ever wanted to know about the uh, ARC and PLC (laughs) there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, The majority of our contracts are the five years, so I'm thinking that we're not going to have as much foot traffic as we have in the past on that program.
0: All right. Uh, CRP, always uh, a big topic, and you've got another general sign-up coming up.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, we're doing general sign-up 56. Um, if you have, you're have, you an egg producer or a private landowner and you're interested in the Conservation Reserve Program, sign-up began on January 4th, and it's going to run through February 12th. The um, If you're accepted, the CRP contracts for these contracts um, – you can either put in new land, or if you have CRP contracts that are expiring on September 30th, you can be putting that into the CRP offer at this time. This, the general CRP sign-up is a competitive bid, which basically means um, we're going to give you a rental rate or your bid amount, and that will be reviewed with all bids throughout the USA, and then the national office will rank all those bids and determine which are accepted or not. Once you're putting your offer into CRP, there are six ranking factors. You can, you'll get ranked on your cover you're putting under, the water quality your land is kind of associated with, on-farm benefits of reduced erosion, enduring benefits beyond the CRP years, air quality, and cost factor. Four out of those six con- Four out of those six factors, you cannot do anything to adjust the points on that, the two factors that you can do um, an adjustment or work to get your bid ranked higher would be the cover and the cost factor. For the cover, your points are determined based on the type of practice you have, and the more cover you put on it, the more points you're going to get, and those points range from 10 to 50 points. For your cost factor, the maximum rental rate or your bid amount is determined by your three predominant soils types on your land, And additional points are going to be added as you decrease your rental rate from 1% to 15% below the maximum rental rate. So if you had a $100 bid and you went down to $85 on that, you would get your maximum points. I believe it's 25. Don't quote me on that. But you would get the maximum points on that because you bid that 15% below that. And there's going to be another cost factor, but that's determined by the national office after the sign-up is over with. And like I said, any new cropland that's interested in going into CRP, you must have been planted four out of the six crop years from 2012 to 2017, and the land must be capable and suitable of being cropped in a normal manner. And like I said, people that have land already in CRP are eligible if that's expiring on September 30th of 2021. And if you are accepted... Your contract will begin on October 1st of 2021. If you go with your accepted offer, just to remind you, the term of the contract will be no less than 10 years and cannot exceed 15 years depending upon the practice that you put on your land. There is no extra incentive payments under the Sign-Up 56. I know in the past some of the CRP contracts that had been offered there was some additional incentive, depending upon the type of practice you put on. They've went away with that on this. And then also, you're going to be required to do your mid-contract management. So usually, if that's a 10-year contract, somewhere around 4, or 5, year 4, 5, and 6, you have to go out and do some mowing or some burning or something like that. That is no longer cost-shared for those practices either. So if you're interested in placing a CRP offer, you want to call the FSA office at 763- 682-1982, and take extension 2, or you can do the mnbuffalo-fsa-one.usda.gov. at And you want to ask for Mark, because he handles the CRP program in our office.
0: CRP uh, has been a popular program in Ryan County, I, I presume, for, for decades. Is it um, still as popular as, as it has been?
1: Um, it it kind of ebbs and flows. Um, the rental rates have kind of changed, and then they kind of decrease the rental rates that you can do. You know, so if you have a rental rate, sometimes they're decreasing it depending upon what practice you're putting it in. Um, the general sign-ups seem to be coming a little more often than they have in the past because those have to be um, determined by the Secretary of Ag. And then also, we still have under the CRP, we still have the continuous, which is usually smaller acres like your filter strips or your um, shelter belts. So, yeah, people are always asking about the CRP.
0: Okay. All right. It's another program, QLA this time, Quality Loss Adjustments. We'll let you tell us about that.
1: Well, this is a brand-new program for us. Um, It is actually just starting today. Um, This is going to provide producers who suffered eligibility quality losses due to natural disasters occurring in the calendar years 2018 and or 19. And like I said, FSA has accepted applications for QLA starting today through March 5th of 2021. To be eligible, you must be entitled to an ownership share, and be at risk on the agriculture production and marketing of the crops on the farm. And your average adjusted income must be less than $900,000 for tax years 2018 and 19. Or if it is higher than that, then you have to derive at least 75% of your income from farming, ranching, or forestry-related activities. You have to have control of the acreage on which the crop is growing at the time of the disaster. You must be in compliance with the provisions of highly erodible and wetland, and you must not have a controlled substance violation. And you have to be a citizen of the United States or a legal resident alien. Um, eligible crops included for this are which are those which be eligible for federal crop insurance, or the Nash, or the non-insured crop disaster assistance program, or the NAP coverage, which is we. Provide through FSA. This is um, this would be for most eligible crops, for except for the grazed crops. It won't cover honey, maple sap, aquaculture, floriculture, mushrooms, ginseng roots, ornamental nursery, Christmas trees, and turf sod grass. So, if you had crops that were sold or fed to livestock. Or that in storage they may be eligible. However, crops that were destroyed before harvest are not eligible. In addition, quality losses occurring after harvest due to deer deer uh, deer to that, due to bad storage, <laughs> or the crop is dis- or could have been mitigated, they are not eligible. Um, so, like if you put too wet of corn in your grain bin and it spoils, um, you had the right to dry that before you put that in that bin so that would not be eligible as a quality loss. Um, producers harvested eligible crops must have at least a 5% qualifying loss um, through the discount or forage crops and that would be a nutrient loss such as digestible nutrition. So if you want to qualify for QLA... You're going to apply. Um, you're going to do one application for each year. on eligible crops that suffered the quality loss, losses sustained in one or more years, you're going to do, like I said, do a separate um, form for that. And when you're applying, producers must provide verifiable documentation to support claims of quality losses or nutrient nutrient losses. Um, in the case of for the forage crops, for crops that have been sold. Grady must have been completed within 30 days of harvest, and for forage crops, a laboratory analysis must have been completed within 30 days of harvest. Some of the acceptable forms of documentation include sales receipts, settlement sheets, trucker warehouse scale tickets, written sales documents or sales contracts, um, and or other similar records that represent actual and specific quali- quality loss information, and then forage tests for nutritional value. And, like I said, the applications can be filed at your local FSA or office or online at farmers.gov forward slash quality hyphen loss. Um, And just a reminder, if you do qualify or you do sign up for the quality loss, payments will be calculated using a formula for the type of crop. You're either going to do forage or non-forage, And the loss documentation submitted. Um, So it's going to be based on, like I said, it's going to be based on the crop and the type of documentation submitted. Um, So if you have good documentation, it's going to be based on your producer's individual losses. If you do not have all the documentation required, then it's going to be based on the county average losses. And those county average losses will not be calculated until after the sign-up period. And payments will not be issued until after the sign up payment until after the sign up payment has end, period has end. Um, and then just as a reminder, if that total payment, they're gonna calculate that at the end, if that is higher than that pot of money, there will be a um, the payments will be prorated by everybody to everybody in the United States. So I know I throw a lot of information at you and it's still a very new program. We're still trying to get information. Um we are trying to do some training, and we just got our handbooks late yesterday, so we're all um, moving fast to figure out this program.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and just a reminder again that, so if I'm understanding it right, this is for 2018 and or 2019, not not just Correct. this immediately past year, two years back.
1: Correct. Yep.
0: Okay. Yep. All right.
1: Um, the other, Do I still have a little more time, Tim? Sure, yeah. Okay, Um, the other thing I want to talk about is a farm storage facility loan. I just want to remind everybody that we do offer loans for acquiring, constructing, installing, or upgrading newer used, portable, or permanently affixed on farm storage and handling facilities, acquiring newer used storage or handling trucks. Um, This is usually for um, getting commodities to and from um, your market. And acquire new or used portable or permanently fixed storage and handling equipment. Producers can purchase equipment such as conveyors, scales, portable storage facilities and containers, which are manufactured storage containers that may be used when when transported, hitched, or mounted on a trailer or truck for the purpose of storing all handling eligibility commodities. They can purchase cleaners, moisture testers, heat detectors, The cleaners, moistures, and heat detectors usually have to be in with um, a main storage facility. And we could do handling and drying equipment, liquidified um, petroleum tanks, fuel dryers. We can also include safety equipment, such as lighting and inside and outside ladders. Um, One thing I didn't list on here... We can do semi-trailers, but we cannot do the semi-tractors at this time. Um, so there's are just some of the things that a facility loan can do outside of just doing a, a big storage bin or a hay shed. So um, if anybody's interested in the farm storage facility loans, please contact our office, and the person you want to contact there would be Joanna. She's handling facility loans. And I just want to remind anybody, if you are interested in a farm storage facility loan, FSA needs approximately 30 to 45 days to process a loan for the approval before we can do the approval process on that. So you need to give us a little bit of time on that.
0: Okay. So time of the essence on the uh, Farm Storage Facility Loans or FSFL loans. Yeah. And again, yeah. Joanna is the, person, the contact person on that. Yes, she is. Okay.
1: You've um, got a couple other
0: reminders here to close out with.
1: Yeah, I um, just want to remind you, if you're still interested in requesting a marketing assistant loan, so basically if you have corner beans or, or small grain on your farm that you have in a storage facility, you can come in and get the, um, a nine-month loan with our office. The person you want to call and ask any questions to on that is, would be Renee. Um, we're still working on a few WIP payments. Um, I'm thinking, you know, we have tried to contact you, most of the people that we can, but there was a few that we had to do some corrections on. If you have any questions about your rip payments, you'll want to call and ask for Danielle. And again, like I just said, um, the office is still open by phone appointments only. And then I just want to remind you, if you are interested in a commodity loan, the interest rate for January is 1.125%. And if you're interested in a storage loan, the, for a five-year loan, the interest rate is 0.375% the farm storage for a seven-year would be 0.625%, and if you went to a 10-year, it would be 0.875%. Very good. And I think that's about all I have. So,
0: All right. Becky. Let's close out again uh, with the uh, same as we did at the front of the program. You have the uh, phone number here if people want to contact you and maybe that email address too.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the phone number to get a hold of that is 763-682-1982. And our extension is number two. Or if you want to contact us by email, um, the best way to do that would be contacting us by mnbuffalo-fsa at one.usda.gov.
0: Real good. Great information, as always, Peggy. Always a pleasure to talk with you. And uh, if something else comes up during the month, you know where we are. Otherwise, We'll talk again the first Wednesday in February.
1: Sounds good. We'll talk to you then, too. Okay.
0: Have a good month. Thanks a lot. Peggy Reed is the county executive director with the Wright and Hennepin County Office of the USDA's Farm Service Agency, office in Buffalo. That uh, phone number again: seven six three six eight two nineteen eighty two, extension two, or the email mnbuffalo-fsa at one o n e. dot usda. dot gov. And that is our spotlight for you for today on KRWC.